You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. I am your host Ryan, and I am Philip. There might be a slight delay uh, from me and Phil because we're sharing a mic. We're getting all nice and cuddly here. Why are we sharing a mic, oh, Ryan? Because we got two—not one, but two—uncommon guests in studio today. We've got Tom Hay and Chris. Shout, shout, let it all out. I, I just ad libbed that. <laughs> so they're two members of the fraternity, which is our mastermind men's community, as well as participants in our Elevate Minnesota experience that we went on this past February. So Phil and I recorded our own episode recapping our Elevate experience, but we thought how much more important to hear from two guys who actually attended. And so Tom and Chris have graciously agreed to come on and recount their experience and even provide some context of kind of where they were at as men and the factors that prompted them to participate and share just kind of about their growth, how that's continued since our weekend in Minnesota. So Tom, Chris, welcome to the Uncommon Podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you. Good Thank to be you. here. Yeah. All right, let's just address it. This is a little bit longer. I mean, February, we're now in May. So, and this will probably be posted maybe June. I don't know. Maybe We've got July. a couple in the, maybe, no, probably not July. It'll be June, Tom. Don't get, don't get crazy. But I wanted to just strategically say we did this for a reason. We could have done this right away, but we decided not to. Why? Because we wanted to make sure that there was a lasting effect that happened in our weekend. So we wanted to give them time to be able to work on these things that they wanted to be worked on, be held accountable to things, and then having proof uh, and, and traction of these things that they wanted to work on. So this has been strategic. It hasn't been something that we... We didn't forget. We didn't forget. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which sounds a lot like something I would do, not Ryan, but me, but that's not what happened. We were actually intentional about what time we did this and kind of the delay of this. So I'm excited to kind of work through this because one of the biggest things that we had in the weekend was that we didn't want a retreat high and then go down to the normal living life like we have before. We wanted to have this be the catalyst or that weekend be the catalyst that we would step off into something new and we could point back to that weekend and that was where it changed. So... I just wanted to point that out. That was well said. Yes. And yeah, they've had now three or so months since the Elevate experience, um, just being part of our weekly community. And so we have calls on Wednesday. You can listen to those. There are live episodes. So yeah, we'll get to kind of talk with Tom and Chris, not only about the experience in Minnesota, but kind of what has transpired in their personal growth since then. So I think a great place to start would be even just for both of you guys to share, kind of reflect back to January, what was going on in life just with work, marriage, family, your, you know, your overall mindset, and really what would you say were the factors that motivated you to kind of embrace this disruption of the norm and participate in the weekend? I'll go ahead. This is Chris speaking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, 
I would say right before the Elevate experience, just, I don't know, at work, a lot of, and just life in general, a lot of anxiety, um, just constantly wrestling with my own thoughts and worrying about things that I really shouldn't have been worrying about um, in a relatively new role at work in the last, I don't know, say 12 to 16 months, maybe at that point, and hiring on some new people at work that are kind of directly reporting to me um, that I haven't had that experience before. So leading somebody at work um, and then leading your family and keeping it all together and building a house and all that stuff is just kind of building up on me. Um, and I wasn't doing a, I wasn't doing a good job of managing all those, um, different roles and responsibilities and, and just let it get to a point where I was just losing sleep over it and just, just, yeah, not, not in a, not in a good place with just my, my self thought, um, process. So yeah. And then it was just a, it was a text from, well, and, and we were talking at work, like just how much growth, the rapid growth we're going through at work and the additional responsibilities we have now is we're leading a larger team and new roles and all that stuff and kind of navigating that just, I've brought it up at work about just a personal development, just something to where like maybe we go as an executive team or, you know, just some type of communication training. Like, here's what I'm trying to say to this guy, but I you know, he's, they're taking it the wrong way or whatever. Yeah. Just something to help us as employees and, and leaders in our workplace. And, and I, I wasn't really getting much traction there. So I thought, you know, it'd be great to do that on my own. And then it was like a couple of days later, Philip texted me and was like, Hey, what do you think about doing this? And I think I t- it was like right away in the morning. I was like, yep, sold. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I thought he was joking. I truly thought he was joking. Like, really? Like, you're, you're joking, right? No, he was like, no, I'm in. And I was like, you just made my night. I yeah. think I said that. Like, you yeah. just made my night. It'll be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just, I think it was just God's timing. It was, it was perfect. I mean, it was exactly what I needed in that moment of life that I was in. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, was on sabbatical with, with a connection group wasn't, I mean, was just on sabbatical, not leading a group and, and was out of the small group setting. Um, so it was just good to get back into community and get back into accountability um, and just lock arms with people that are trying to accomplish the same thing. So, yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Thanks for opening up on that. On that. How about you, uh, Tom? What was going on with you? So, um, you know, I was kind of just going through life just trying to figure out, am I doing things right? Am I, you know, how am I challenging myself? Am I being challenged? And just trying to just figure out, you know, all those things in life. Um, And I knew that being on this, going on this trip, it would be, it would put me out of my comfort zone. Um, Because one of the things that, makes me very uncomfortable is not knowing what is going to happen all weekend and (laughs) so um so yeah i i just knew that i needed to challenge myself and get myself out there and i was excited to see and hang out with a community of guys um 
you know, I grew up in church my whole life and, you know, youth group and, you know, college ministry, you're used to that close community and talking to people, but, you know, when you get married and you have kids and you just don't have time, you don't have time for anything, really, you don't have time for yourself, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah, I... Growth doesn't happen when we're comfortable, right? It happens right. when we're out of our element. And you alluded to the not knowing what's going to happen. So, so the surprise is a big aspect of how we plan this and kind of roll it out. Um, so, yeah, we don't do things like a lot of other organizations out there. It's like when you sign up for an uncommon experience, it's quite likely that you're not even the one who signed up, right? <laughs> we had a, an ace in the hole a.k.a. your guys' wives. So once you're signed up, it's like you don't just get a confirmation email. You get like a unique invitation. We send you some stuff in the weeks leading up to kind of like prime the pump, um, including like the core values uh, worksheet and gave you a journal with just some questions to kind of think through, which we talked through on the drive up to even kind of make the most of that time. But uh, yeah, I'd love for you guys to kind of share, like what did you think about the uncommon process of inviting you and even preparing you for our, our weekend together. Yeah. I mean, it was now looking back, it was very intentional. Like that was a word I had for, for Ryan after the weekend was just intentional. Um, it was, yeah, it was well thought out. It was prepared. It wasn't just thrown together. It was, it wasn't just the weekend. It was, yeah, the, the letter from, um, the other members of the fraternity and, uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it was cool to see how you brought all of that thought into into the experience before we even got to the experience. Did uh yeah, thanks for for sharing that. Did not knowing what we were going to do, like did that make it more exciting? Was there an element of of fear there or terrifying? <laughs> Ask it. This is what I asked first. Knowing what we did now, do you wish you would have known what we would have done before? That's how I want to ask that question. No, I, I'm, I'm glad I, I didn't know because now I want to be more adventurous. I want to, I want to go on another go. one and say, oh, bring nice. it on. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I'm, I'm glad that I didn't know. That was the suspense was was fun, building up to, and it and you you were never let down. I mean, it's it's. Like we said, like it was, it was a good surprise. You don't really get a lot of those at this stage of your life, right? Yeah, we just get bad surprises. Yeah, so, yeah. To to be able to give that as a gift is super special. And even though Phil and I, you know, planned the the weekend and knew what was happening, we didn't really know what to expect. You know, like we didn't know how glass blowing was gonna go. We didn't know how kind of the the fire and ice and the dog sledding, and we'll get more into that. So. It was really just like, all right, we're going to plan it, and then we're just going to trust God to let it all happen as it needs to, and like praise God, like it did happen pretty pretty well. So I've done these enough to know that my favorite points are the times that I didn't prepare for, because that's the unique place that Ryan and I were sitting in, is we knew everything that we were going to do, right? But my favorite parts are the things that I can't plan for, that God has to meet us, so one of my favorite things, and I want to hear what you guys' favorite experiences was or favorite part of the weekend. You probably have this documented before, but I'm just going to go with it. So my favorite part was when we were going to, right before the fire and ice, we were going to do that workout. 
and I asked Luis, I was like, and he's like, anybody have any questions? And I remember like, we're all nervous. We're going to do this workout and then we're going to go into this freaking freezing water. <laughs> and I remember I was like, I raised my hand. He's like, yeah, what's going on? I was like, can we pray? You remember that? And he was like, oh, yeah. uh-huh. oh, he's like, we've been praying for people like you today that we would meet somebody that we could like enter in. And so he's like, absolutely, we can pray. So we all stood around in a circle, held hands. I opened it up, and then Luis ended up closing the prayer, and he had an amazing prayer. And that was, for me, my favorite part of the whole weekend. But I also was coming in prepared knowing what we were going to do. So my question to you guys is, what was your favorite part of the experience in all? Like anything that you can think of. Besides the Gary Cooper. Besides the (laughs) Gary Cooper, Chris. That's opposite end of the spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Gary Cooper was, yeah, that was a very... The gift that kept on giving. (laughs) Clark. Yeah. I think my favorite part was the workout, the plunge. Um, Anybody knows me, I hate working out. I just just don't care for it. I don't, I I just don't like it. But, you know, when you see the chart and you had to do these six simple things and burpees is one of them and I hate burpees with a passion. (laughs) So, you know, here we are all doing it, and the guy was like, well, you know, you can't, don't rush it, you know, it's all about breathing, it's all about, you know, taking your time, and I'm like, okay, whatever, cool, you know, I don't have to compete with anybody, I can just do what I want. So, um, yeah, so doing the workout, it was, it was fun, I mean, I... I don't know, it was like 10 minutes in and realizing you got like 20 minutes left. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to die. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was like within a minute or two, I all, all of a sudden had an endurance and I was just killing it. Like I just kept going and going and going. And Dude, I see, he was killing it. He was killing it. I looked over at Tom and was like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? It was great. <laughs> Everybody's like laying on the floor like, I'm like come on guys, let's go. Like... <laughs> I'm the one that hates workout. Like, how are you guys? Anyway, so that was fun. Um, the cold plunge, um, seeing the first guy. Um, the oh, plunge. Gabe. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when he like had a hard time going in, I was like, oh man, that's that's gonna be me. But you know, just going in and it. I mean, you feel pain, and I just whenever I feel pain, I just laugh because that's what I was, yeah you had a big smile on your face yeah i just i just laugh it through because there's no point in doing anything else just laughing so but yeah that was that was the most invigorating part of the day like you just you get in you get in the sauna you go back in i mean it's only 20 degrees outside and so yeah it was it was a lot of fun i i want to do it again so. yeah was would you say a big like part of the reward of that was just proving to yourself that you could do something you didn't initially think you could. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause the next week my, my wife loves to work out. And so she was at a workout place and it was like a, like a love challenge, like a couple of love challenge. And you know, you had to work out together and whoever did the most calories or whatever. I can't remember how it all works, but anyway, I went that next Tuesday and I did it. And I did that breathing technique and I mean, everybody else was like burning four or 500 calories and I burned like 750 calories that wow. day. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, 
I can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So. Yeah, now we'll hear from Mr. Uh, Cold Shower himself. Oh, man. Cold Shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would exactly what Tom was saying about the the fire and ice experience. I had, uh, I think the last time I ever worked out was like 2013 with uh, the guy I played college football with at the local YMCA in Minnesota. <laughs> and I, I think I bench pressed like 135 pounds and was sore for two weeks. So I had. Amen, a, brother. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't worked out in whatever that is, 10 years, but um, outside of like maybe one beach body workout with Rachel mm. uh, a couple years ago or something. But um, yeah, no, it was it was fun to just like physically, physically challenge yourself um, in a whole new, like normally when I was working out, it was just like heavy weights, as many reps, you know, whatever you could do. But this, I like the, the breathing focused. And that was, that was huge. Um, and now moving forward with like the cold showers, uh, I've, I've taken a cold shower every single day since the fire and ice experience. Um, but yeah, like when I first started doing cold showers, it was like, you know, you're hyperventilating kind of like we were in the, in the ice bath. But once you got your breathing under control, it was just kind of calming and I remember walking out of that place and I think Harrison said like, dude, you're like glowing. Yeah. And I, and I was like, I was, I felt so good. Smashed a couple pieces of pizza and, yep. um, but yeah, it was, that was a great experience. Um, and it was really humbling too. Cause I was normally like a guy that would always be, um, one of the better guys at workouts, but I mean, Tom crushed me. So <laughs> I was, I was gassed, yeah. but Knowing what you did 10 years ago, like, yeah, I thought you were going to smoke me. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. That's what I think was cool about that. We were like, even Luis was like, and Harrison were like, don't do this to win. Do this for good technique. And what we're doing is just breathing. And I think that let everyone at ease because I'm the guy who is, there's a competition. I'm going to kill myself to try to win. And so mm-hmm. that was taken off the table. And I think that was a really helpful thing. Mm-hmm. Although like seeing everybody like Tom did kill us all. <laughs> just knowing like, we were all in the same circuit, but I feel like Tom always like leading the pack of like, okay guys, it's time to get up off the ground. <laughs> yeah. And I had never had an experience like the alligator breaths. I oh, it was, yeah. it was uh, something that I've never, I, and without doing the alligator breath, like <clears throat> I don't know how you'd ever replicate that kind of feeling. Yeah. Outside it's like a of like almost of drowning. You're yeah. just yes. gasping. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say real quick on the breathing, like that's something that I've taken with me since, not even just in workouts, but it's so applicable just to life, like in marriage, you know, as a dad with a two-year-old who's melting down or just work stress, whatever it looks like, just to be conscious of, of your breath. And like Luis says, like the breath is like the spinal cord of the body and he would have to articulate exactly what he, what that means, but just how, how important and good it is for you to, throughout the day, consider your breath and take intentional deep breaths in and out and how that can just help your mind, you know, process through things. It can relieve stress. Like, that's just been something that I've carried with me since that. So I'm glad you, you mentioned that. Uh, this is this next question is a fun one. So now that you guys have been on really the first official The Uncommon Experience, 
if you were in our shoes and you were designing and leading a weekend long experience, mm. where would you want to go and what would you want to do? I've done skydiving before. Okay. And that was an experience in itself. I mean, I went in Boone, Iowa, and I just remember jumping out of the plane. And I was scared, but, you know, I had my childhood friend with me. And, and I just remember just going out and you just, you're free falling for 10 seconds. And then all of a sudden you, you pulled a parachute and then everything just stopped. And you just, you just look at Iowa and it, the most gorgeous view in Iowa. It's, it almost beats the ocean up there. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> Shameless I'll, I'll, plug for Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. So, that would be one of them. I, I would love to do that again. Anything, yep. Yeah. Anything that you've not done that you'd want to try? Is it like a bucket list thing? One that's kind of scary is you see those videos of people thinking that they're going to be on the zip line but really they're bungee jumping off the bridge <laughs> okay i kind of want to do that yeah i mean as long as it's secure i'm good <laughs> <laughs> and then when they throw the line and make it look like it like snapped uh-huh. yeah. the, ul- the ultimate <laughs> trust fall so me yeah yeah i'd like to do that that'd yeah. be yeah. that'd be a lot of you fun. can skydive i feel like you can bungee jump yeah it's falling yeah. Yeah. how about you chris i don't know i if it's in Iowa, I would probably be anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But local, I mean, driving distance, I'd say like Northeast Iowa up in the trout streams and stuff like that. Okay. Just, and there's some hills up. I mean, it's a whole different state up there. It uh-huh. seems like, like you've got bluffs and almost like little mini mountains. So I'm sure there'd be some cool activities up there. And then, yeah, just fishing and camping. And, um, yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. That's actually a tentative plan for November, so you're reading our minds. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I can't reveal anything else, but yeah, that's that's the plan right now. Very cool. So now I want to shift gears and kind of look at the fraternity community, something that you guys have been a part of since uh, February in our experience. So again, like we have a, a call on Wednesdays where we really have been working through our six uncommon pillars And currently in May, we're going through just a kind of a series on emotional intelligence, which, yeah, we all all need. But we also like work. A big thing that we talked about on the experience is just like how do we set goals and how do we have a system of accountability? So that's something that we all do together. But what would you guys say has been or in what way has being a part of the fraternity helped you guys continue on your your path of personal growth like since the experience? I mean, I'd just say it's, it's good to, it's, first it's Wednesday morning. So I like, I like when it's, when it is like Sunday church, Wednesday morning with the guys. It's, it's a good like midweek pick me up. Um, and I don't, it's, it's just good to hear everybody's, um, wins. I really like hearing the wins throughout the week of just what's going well, um, and it's encouraging um, and motivating, and it's it's a great accountability tool. Like you said, I mean, it's I'm not as intentional with my thoughts, um, but with uh, with the group, it's I don't know. It just helps bring all of the things that you're trying to do to the forefront, and um, just another 
another touch to help um, keep keep my mind right throughout the week, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. How about you, Tom? Um, I like the weekly challenges that you guys bring up. Like, I mean, as a dude, you just you just don't think about little things like, you know, I don't know, like Mother's Day is coming up, you know, and you said that it will be in nine days. You said that Mother's Day will be in nine days, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> PSA. <laughs> you, you saved me. <laughs> like, okay, I can think about it now. Like, you, what John. am I going to do? I have all week to prepare, and, you know, it's not like Saturday evening, and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So, you know. Um, so what are you going to do? It's tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's actually... Or it's, it's Sunday. Actually Sunday. Yeah, uh, it's so. Saturday. <laughs> well, since this is aired after Mother's Day... Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you do? <laughs> Well, I'm going to write my wife a letter because one of the challenges that you guys said was to find out your your wife's love language. And one of the very top ones is uh, words of affirmation. So I'm going to write her a love letter. Just tell her all the things that I appreciate about her. Um, that way that she knows that I um, appreciate her and love her and understand her. Um Another one is active service. It's not the top one, but she um, she does all the groceries and the meal planning for the week, and I don't really participate in that at all. So in the last week, I went back into her calendar, and I'm like, okay, I like this meal, I like that meal, I like this meal and that meal, and I know I can make all that because they're pretty easy. So <laughs> I'm going to attempt to go to the grocery store and buy all the food while she's working tomorrow and get it all and then you know on Mother's Day she doesn't have to go to the store so Good for you. so yeah and making bunch on Mother's Day boom yeah. and I'll say just in a similar fashion that Tom kicked all of our butts in the Embrace North workout <laughs> he also kicks everybody's butts in the monthly challenges so we kind of had to like take a break <laughs> from him because he was just winning all of them and if you're Mr. Uncommon month after month then so yeah <laughs> Um, no, that's that's awesome. Let me ask you guys this. So as, as good as things are going, like, what thoughts do you have on how, if you look like a year in the future, what would you like to see the fraternity look like? Like, what is like one kind of tangible way that we might improve upon what we're doing? Hmm. I don't know about improve upon, but just just excited to see the new faces and new stories and and new. Everybody has kind of a unique gifting of, you know, Matt has some really good comments on what he's doing with his children and discipling them and, and leading them. And, um, he, uh, and like Philip with, with your, uh, the scavenger hunt, like I did that a couple of times with my kids and it was like, I don't know if that was the catalyst or not. I'm just going to say it is, but Quinn just like really took a liking to reading. Wow, that's powerful. Ever since the, ever since this experience, and she had been struggling with reading at school, so creating the scavenger hunt to go throughout the house, it forced her to read, um, you know, twenty three clues or whatever, and and it was this great ending to it, and so we've done that a couple times, and now she's like putting a headlamp on at night and reading her two brothers wow. uh wow. books in bed and yes. she's like it helps it helps them go to bed and they be quiet and, <laughs> and don't That's bother so me cool. so so she's like taking on reading really well 
Yeah. Um, and being a leader. Yeah. So, but yeah, just like, I just like hearing what other guys are doing in the group, um, in their, in their families and trying to implement that on my own. So just the more people, the, the more stories, the more strategies, the more things, the more backgrounds and different experiences and crowdsource wisdom. Yeah. So the goal is really to obviously continue to to add more men to this community when with that start more calls because right now we just have the Wednesday one. So even just being flexible with the days and the times, I know some guys can do evenings, some guys can do over the lunch hour. Um, and then we would create more kind of s- specified calls around our different pillars like relationships, stewardship, faith calls, you know, health and fitness, all of those. So if you were creating a call team, like what is like one call team that you would like to see us offer in the future? I mean, you talked about time, different time, different days. You know, I I think of, um, I have a brother-in-law who, who lives in Arizona, so he's two hours behind. So, you know, ours is at 6.30. He'd be up at 4.30 if he wanted to join, but... You know, he's always looking to challenge himself and grow and, you know, he's leading his family. And so, you know, I'd, it'd be cool to see that as expanded throughout, you know, throughout the world, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Anything coming to mind for you, Chris? Just like a topic for a call? Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd, I just keep going back to the word intentional. I don't mm-hmm. know just uh like having an and like how are you going to be intentional this week um how were you intentional last week like accountability sure um because if you're not it's just you're being passive i feel like at least that's me mm-hmm. and uh i don't know just more digging down to yeah intentionality how how were you intentional with your mm-hmm. kids your wife your your coworkers, your your connection group um just yeah i don't know yeah that's awesome yeah yeah the only other question i had kind of on this topic of wanting to grow this community to a man who's maybe hearing about this for the first time or maybe has listened to a few of our live calls and knows that we're have now opened this up to uh, the public but maybe he's on the fence of joining like what question might you ask that guy or what what encouragement might you offer him I think I have words of encouragement. All right. So it it's weird that every single week I feel like an idiot because I forget like about being intentional and every single week it's like, Oh yeah, I gotta be intentional. Oh yeah, I gotta think about this. Like but in reality it's you know us guys, we're, we're busy. I mean we have so much going on. We're working, you know, we're providing for a family or you know, just we're, try, we're trying to juggle everything. And so I think one of those areas that I think a lot of guys struggle with is being intentional. And so, I mean, if you're, if you're a guy that's on there, that's out there that, you know, said, you know, that had a hard time being intentional and you want to be, but then you forget, I mean, this is a good group to remind yourself mm-hmm. weekly. Yeah, <clears throat> I would agree with that. Like it, it's uh, it's kind of like a toolbox for success. Like, I don't know. There's, 
I I always have a hard time with just like talking about something and not doing anything about it. And just like, why are we talking about this if we're not going to actually do something about it? Um, and uh, so like in some group settings I've been in in the past where it's like, oh, I'm, I feel pretty comforted that, you know, other people are struggling with the same thing. But then it kind of just dies there like, oh, now I'm just going to be, you know, passive and know that other people are struggling so I can just kind of keep struggling. But it's like, let's take you out of your struggles and and give you a roadmap for this is how we're going to go from point A to point B in a community. And uh, and not just and not just kind of, yeah, just talk about the struggles, but that's why I like the wins and the, the successes that we all share on Wednesdays um, where it's like, this is how I succeeded in this last week in this area. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, it's just encouraging to see that like that progress and the fruit in other people's lives, mm-hmm. and uh, and not always just hear the the struggles that aren't really getting dealt with or no no plan of attack. Yeah. So it's you guys are really good at setting up that plan for attack and and keeping keeping people accountable and, and doing a nice job of putting a framework around that. And yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, the, I think the Bible verse that comes to mind is like spur each other on towards love and good deeds, especially as you see the day approaching. So I think that's essentially what we're doing when we get on the Wednesday calls. We're just spurring each other on. We are sharing wins and we're celebrating the progress that we're each making. We also share what we love to call conundrums. So we get real about the struggles in our lives because we are fallible men and it's not always sunshine and rainbows like we go through real stuff we go through struggles in our marriage our finances our health and fitness our jobs um even just man yeah just managing all of our responsibilities and so like true authenticity i think shines forth when we can get real about the hard things we're going through as well and then as a group like we can encourage that brother and can also say like yeah i'm right there with you like i'm struggling in that area too how do we like lift each other out together you know so i love that you touched on that phil what what uh what reflections do you have from this conversation oh baby uh yeah i i feel like there's such a need for this in this today's culture and here's why i know that because i need it like they're plain and simple i just need people around me that are pushing themselves to become better leaders better fathers better individuals and are ready to be intentional with that. And in that, that encourages me. Uh, and so, man, I've got a lot of high hopes for this group, but, uh, I gotta be honest with you. I was having a rough week last week and Wednesday morning was like life giving to me. Like one, there was a lot of participation, which obviously helps, but seeing other guys like lockstep shoulder to shoulder, like tackling things was, it was encouraging for me and I was having a rough week. So, uh, this is something I need. So I believe that other people need it. I feel like everybody that we've talked through needs it as well. And then these experiences, man, I wish that there was there could be a way to make this whole thing a nonprofit. Everybody could just give me their money and I could do this all for free. And like we could just do this and just come. There would be no money involved. But like that's just not where we're at. So, uh, But I wish everybody could experience that when somebody takes intention of yours uh, or, or your time and sees that as such a valuable thing and then plans things accordingly to get – you not only out of your comfort zone, but also in this other element of like, I want to be better. 
and I want to do this with the people around me because I'm seeing them in a different light and I'm seeing myself in a different light. So I think there's some definite, uh, there's a future for this and I'm excited to see what God does with it because I know that nothing that we're going to do is going to get us anywhere, but God is going to get us somewhere, I believe. Uh, and if he doesn't, man, we've had a good time while we're here. So, uh, but I, I'm hopeful and I'm grateful for you too and how you guys have been engaging in the group um, and the community and know that it's been life-giving to me. And so if you're on the fence out there and you want to be plugged into some amazing guys, get on, get on. Yeah, so there you have it, folks. You heard it from two of the most uncommon guys that I've had the pleasure of meeting, Tom and Chris. I want to thank you guys for coming on and just sharing from your heart about not just the weekend that we shared together in Minnesota, but just the work that we've been doing together in the, the months since. And yeah, if you're listening to this and you're ready to take that first step, you can learn more and sign up at theuncommon.com slash membership. We are currently doing an early bird rate uh, in May, so now is the time. But uh, yeah, we just we look forward to continuing just to offer value to any man that's ready to you know get off the fence and get in the game and get on that uncommon path. So you've been listening to The Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Philip. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to The Uncommon Podcast. If you have benefited from our show, I would ask you to follow, rate, and review and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.